and got tabs and I'm gonna take two I was in the KY doing 8-5 on the 6-5 dash when I saw stay true Ooh, y'all can't do what we do Everybody tryna come do a reboot Y'all ain't have faith in the shit back then I ain't even trip cause I knew it'd be cool like woo Ain't shit to me, it's a walk in the park Y'all too smart, can't talk from the heart I got sauce and it's all for the charts That was supposed to fade a little smoother, but whatever, dude. Hey, what's going on? It's Jackson. This is the Way It Is podcast. And uh, yeah, dude, honestly, let's start out talking about that intro. So this is probably the most proud moment of my entire life that I've ever done. But what I did was I wanted that song as my intro. And if you listened to the last episode, which was like three weeks ago, my bad for that. I had some things going on, including my lazy ass. Um, so I like before I recorded the last episode, which was I think Cinematic Preferences was the title of it. I messaged I wanted that song, that part right there. I think it's like twenty six seconds, something like that. I wanted that as my intro, dude. I think it's so smooth. I was in the KY doing A5 on a 6-5 dash when I saw the state troop. Ooh, bro, that gets me going, dude. You know, I feel that. Because I'm young. I thought I got pulled over today, but I didn't. It ended up being the SUV behind me. But yeah, the cop was behind me, flipped the lights on, and I went, oh, no. Because, you know, I thought that was me. But it wasn't. It was the SUV. Anyways, God, I'm barring it up. Anyways, dude, so before last episode, I messaged Jack Harlow's management. I was like, hey, was wondering if I could use this, you know, let me know, yada, yada, yada. Well, after the episode, while I was editing, they emailed me, and they were like, the dude was like, yeah, I'll see what I can do. So, what's he do, bruh? He messages Jack, bruh, I'm assuming, and he messaged me back and said, hey, it's all good. So, I got to put it in my last week's episode, and now I got it now. Why is this? Because, dude, assuming he messaged Jack, that meant Jack knows about my podcast, bro. Jack Harlow knows about the way it is. And trust me, dude, I'm probably the biggest Jack Harlow fan slash stan in the world, dude. Not on some, you know, you know, I just, I think the dude's amazing. I, you know, I feel like I've been on Jack longer than anyone else, you know, because I, or at least, I mean, I'm obviously there's people in Louisville and, there's people before me, but of, like, my social group, by far, me and Brandon. I showed Brandon first, Jack Harlow, and then we got on him, you know. Got on it, you know. I got on it, dude. I was in I was in love with this music from first time I heard it. And so now that that's my intro, and, like, it's approved, it's not bootlegged or anything like that, dude. Like, it's, it's literally, like, I'm not going to say a dream come true because it's just a song. But, like, it's probably one of the hypest moments of my life currently. Dude, so, yeah, nothing much been going on, man, nothing much. Man, it's been a minute because, dude, I've had, I was on call at work, and that's honestly a lame-ass excuse, but I'm gonna use it as an excuse regardless. Um, So, like, for two weeks, I can't really do much except sit around the house, and I didn't get called out, but I, w- I would literally, like, be so upset if I was in the middle of doing one of these, and I get called out to work, you know what I mean, and... I just, that's one of the reasons. The second reason is just because I was ornery, dude. I didn't have much to talk about, I didn't feel like, you know? Like, I just, I didn't think there was much I could go into detail about. But, I mean, 
I guess I'd tell you I've been doing the past three weeks. Dude, I messed up. I downloaded Tinder and Bumble again. Well, I didn't mess up. I did it strategically. What happened, dude? Okay. So I told you I went on call, right? Well, I was like, well, I can't go to, you know, meet girls in public now that I'm on call, dude. So, you know, I still want to talk. You know, I got to find the one, you know? And so I messaged, or I didn't message. I downloaded the apps again. I mean, it was okay, dude. I've learned the secret to getting laid, though, which, oh, God. Look, man, on there, like, you know, whenever the conversation, you know, kind of turns sexual, I just straight up told the females, dude, I was like, look, I'm really not interested in that aspect. You know, like, I just want a relationship. I don't, ugh. Having sex with a random female, dude, oh, God. Like, that's what your friends are for, you know? So, like, I don't need that right now. And plus, you know, I, you know, it's too much of a risk for me. You know, just what if I knocked a female up, dude? Like, that, that'd be the end of my life. And I'm homeless now. And I'll get into that later. But I'm homeless. You know? That's part of it, dude. But there was, like, three girls, dude, that, like, you know, when that came up, I was like, you know, no, I'm not interested. And that seemed to make them more intrigued, which I never had had that before. Because I'd always been kind of the, uh aggressor in those conversations, if you know what I'm saying, dude, like, you know, I was trying to, you know, kind of like Blueface says, I'm trying to not cuff, I am not 12, and if you notice, I'm trying to clean my language up a little bit, dude, because I I listened to the last episode, because my dad listened to it, and so, like, I was like, well, let me see it, you know, if this was my son, and dude, I said, like, you know, the P word, that's a reproductive organ in the female body, like, 12 times, I said GD once, uh, dude, I was, I, th- I felt like I was just throwing the F word around and I'm probably going to slip and say I'm some, you know, I know it, you know it, my dad knows it, you know, he may never listen again. I don't know. Hopefully he does and hopefully he enjoys it and doesn't think I'm a disappointment, even though I'm 21 and homeless, but, uh, we'll get back on topic. Girls, girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tinder, bro. So yeah, dude, I just acted on, you know, I didn't want, I turned down you know, the nasty twice in a day, bruh. And one was cool about it. And then one dude got pissed and ghosted me. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry. But, yeah, dude, so there's that. Uh, I stayed, uh, I stayed in Georgetown again, so, dude, keep talking about the females, dude. My buddy Blake went to Georgetown with me, bro. We had a blast. We went and seen Joker, which, um, Dude, I guess I could do a little review of that, dude. It's honestly, like, the greatest movie that I... I heard someone once describe Eminem's Relapse album as the best album they never want to hear again. And I'll tell you right now, it's not a great album. Like, it's pretty trash. But, I mean, I'll listen to certain songs. But, I mean, I I understood where they were coming from with that statement because it's like... You know, it's a, it's like basically serial killer vibes the whole entire time. But like it's lyrically done well, but it's just kind of hard to listen to. You know, like he has a line, Flavor my favorite graham crackers with JonBenet Rams. I guess a modern day Jack the Ripper is all that I am. And like, dude, no one wants to listen to that. You know, who wants to get in the car at 3 o'clock p.m. and turn that on and vibe? You know what I'm saying, dude? Like, no one's doing that. But tie that in Joker. Joker was an amazing movie. I'm not taking anything off of it. Like, it was well done. 
It came from a perspective we've never seen in a movie before, except kind of, you know, it was kind of half-ass based off the killing joke. There's one curse word. You know, halfway based off the killing joke. And I, but not necessarily. It was definitely our own twist. You could des- definitely see the Scorsese influence in it. My buddy, um, Zach Brown, who's currently serving in the Navy, shout out Zach. He, uh, he compared it to Taxi Driver, which Scorsese was a part of. I've never seen Taxi Driver, but he related it in the sense of that it's uncomfortable to watch. And I, I felt that, dude. It was a very uncomfortable feeling watching that movie and just being knowing, like, uh, you know, it, it's just, it was so hard to watch, dude. And I kind of, like, it was definitely a Joker character, but, you know, it kind of reminded me of Radio, you know, with Cuba Gooding Jr., and I'm not making fun of, you know, I'm, don't take that the wrong way. What I'm saying with that is that, you know, it was obviously a guy who had something mentally wrong with him. And he was kind of like living in the rest of the world. And he even mentioned a couple times he didn't know if he existed. And he definitely had a mental illness. And radio is just well done in terms of mental illness. I've never seen Rain Man, but, you know, I'm sure that might be related to. But... Definitely, I've seen Radio multiple times. It's a great movie. And it has those moments that are super uncomfortable. When things, like, things are going on, like, if you, I don't mean to spoil Radio. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. Go check it out. But his mom died. Radio, I don't know what's wrong with him. He definitely has, is mentally handicapped. I would assume just by the way he's portrayed, it's autism. Based on some of the autistic kids I've been around in my life. And so, his mom dies and he can't cope or understand it. And we kind of see a similar thing going on in Joker where he finds out, you know, uh, should I spoil, I don't know if I'm spoiling that. Yeah, okay, if you want to, spoiler alert, uh, you can skip a little bit. But, you know, he finds out that Thomas Wayne, or his mother tells him Thomas Wayne is his father. And he doesn't know how to handle that. So, then he goes and he meets Thomas Wayne in Thomas's bathroom and Thomas tells him his mom's crazy and that he was adopted. So he goes to the adoption or he actually goes to um Arkham the Arkham Hospital or Arkham Asylum. I can't remember which one was portrayed in the movie. And he goes in there and looks for he gets these files and originally the dude in it was actually he played there's a a black guy who's working the counter and he's actually Paperboy from the show Atlanta, which I, I also highly suggest that show. It's him and um, Childish Gambino is, I'm pretty sure, the creator and actor and producer in it. He is Atlanta, apparently. But he's like, nah, I'm not going to give you these. But he, he was cool. And then, you know, he uh, Arthur, which is the Joker's name, steals them from him. And he goes back and he finds everything out and he's had a bad day. And he has a, a neighbor who's a female... And he, you know, he, the whole movie so far, you're thinking that these guys are in a relationship together. And he walks in her room and sits on the couch and nothing. Absolutely nothing. She walks in and she freaks out. And you find out that all of these things he's been having, you know, in his mind, he thought he killed it at the comedy show when he went and did stand up for the first time. But, then he watches, uh, I can't remember the TV show, but he's like has his favorite TV show. And that guy's making fun of him on there. And then, so all that led up to him going to this woman's house. And like in his mind, 
when he's at the hospital with his mom, she's there. You know, after he killed those three guys on the subway, he's wearing the... It's the first time he had the clown makeup on and did, you know, Joker-type activities. And he walks in and just starts making out with her, and she's into it. And it's, you know, it's kind of a beautiful scene. I honestly thought the movie really picked up there. Because you see this guy start leaving the helpless victim, you know place and now he's in a position where he's starting to kind of take control and I know that it's murder and I probably you know but that's what's happening here so we fast forward you know to this part I said and she's freaking out now some people think maybe that she died right there because when Arthur's leaving you hear sirens and stuff but uh what was I talking about yeah, dude, and just the way the movie transitioned, it's a fantastic movie. I don't really have much desire in watching it again. Obviously, I probably will at some point. Like, if I'm with a person, they're like, I want to watch it, and I'll be like, fine, put it on. And I'll kind of do like I did with um The Sixth Sense, uh, The Departed, and um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, in which I, you know, I watch it trying to catch on certain hints or um, Easter eggs towards the end of the movie, and those are both those are all three good movies to do that with. And so, yeah, man, Joker, good movie. But, uh, yeah, this started, I went, me and Blake went to Georgetown. And our plan was to hit up Georgetown Bar and see what they was about. Look, man, I'm going to tell you right now, do not go, well, okay, no, I'm going to take that back. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. We went to a sports bar, which I don't understand what the hype about those are. Who wants to sit and just watch sports and drink beer? Like, at 1030, and who the hell wants to do that, dude? Like, I get it, a guy's not out, but, you know, we was looking for females, dude. And all that was, now the, you know, the uh, waitresses were definitely attractive, but they weren't, you know, obviously interested. They were flirty because they wanted the tip. It's, you know, it's playing the role. I get it. You know, I threw them a couple dollars. I ain't gonna, not on some strip club stuff, but like, I gave her my debit card when I was done, and I, you know, I put an extra two dollars on there, and a smiley face behind it, saying that I appreciate you for your great service. But yeah, me and Blake went there, we left, and we had heard, so I was house-sitting for my buddy Nathan, he lives in Georgetown, him and his wife, beautiful family, they went to, uh, well, it's just them two, and their dog, but yeah, their dog's beautiful too. And Nathan's very beautiful. And Jenny, obviously, has a beautiful soul and looks as well. I'm going, I'm weird, dude. I'm sorry. Anyways, so, yeah, they went camping. So, Jenny had suggested uh, the pub. And it's called, like, Schlingling's Pub or something like this. I don't know. But me and Blake went in there, and it was a weird environment, dude. Like, it was two old people in there. Me and Blake sat down. We made the most of it, dude. We had fun. Uh, there was a wa- uh, bartender in there. She was kind of, I guess some one girls weren't waitresses. They were bartenders at, um, the other restaurant we went to, the sports bar. Anyways, yeah, bartenders, not waitresses. Excuse me for the, um, lack of proper vocabulary. So, anyways, girl there, she was cool. She was nice. We left. Me and Blake got back, dude. Xander the dog, man, he's crazy. He's a crazy dog. First time I went there... He didn't, you know, he wasn't digging my vibe. He's, like, really connected to um, Jenny. So he wasn't digging my vibe, dude. Like, you know, we kind of got close, but not too close. And this time, we definitely got a lot closer. Like, he came and laid in bed with me before I fell asleep. And I thought that was really sweet. I tried to get him to cuddle with me because, you know, I kind of wanted to feel the warmth of another, 
you know, animal on God's green earth for once in, in my life. But, you know, it didn't happen. But he laid there with me. And, you know, I got the message. You know, it, it was sweet to me what he was doing. And so we stayed there, me and Xander, all weekend. I'd take him on walks. He'd, you know, you know, he'd use the restroom. And we just had fun. Oh, 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 dab. You guys remember that um girl I told you about last time I stayed at Nathan's? Brandon was definitely on the podcast. I don't remember which one this was. It may have been quarterback face. But the girl essentially, dude, like, you know, interrogated me because I had Xander. And she was really just being a good neighbor. But, you know, it came off threatening to me. And I'm not going to lie. She's a pretty attractive female, too. So anyways, me and Xander are walking. And I know where she lives now because, you know, she came running out of the house last time to interrogate me. Me and Xander are walking. She's sitting out on the front porch. And I go, oh, boy, this could be good or bad. And I'm walking. And she waves in a sweet way. And I'm like, oh, we're straight. And I'm like, yeah, I'm watching Xander this weekend. Uh-huh. You know, I gave my fake kind of awkward laugh when I'm in an awkward situation for myself. And she was like... Oh, ha, 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 you know, I figured you had permission, you know, something like that. And I kept walking, but it was fun, man. I really enjoyed Georgetown. Georgetown's a beautiful city, man. Uh, I guess that's all I did this week. Cardinals won. Cardinals won two in a row. That's super exciting, dude. Um, gosh, I mean, we got lucky in both games, but hey, we've won two in a row. That's not something we ain't done since like I was in high school, so... Big props to them, dude. I'm trying to think what else is going on. I guess I could tell you about being homeless. So, mm, your boy, I don't know. I don't think this is going to be the end of the podcast. Like, I think I should, de- I'll definitely keep, be able to keep doing it. Ooh, that was a, ooh. But what's going to happen is I'm going to, so, okay, let's start. Brandon and Skyler, you know, they're in a, loving relationship uh they're buying a crib together a house a casa you know um shelter so they're buying that and their own place now they offered me a room there for cheap but i just i didn't want to you know at some point when they're buying their own house together i'd feel like i was imposing like i never felt like i was imposing here because it was more like skylar moved in with us but there i would definitely feel like i was imposing and it just wouldn't feel right to me. And I didn't want to do that. I'm ready for them to move on with their life. So in my mind, all right, Brandon and Skylar is out. Me and Blake got to find another roommate. Mm-mm. Life hit me with one of them curveballs out of nowhere. You know, Blake wants to save money. So he's moving back in with his family for a little bit to save some money up. Hey, honestly, it's not a bad idea. Blake wants to buy his own crib. And I think the more I've thought about it, it's probably the best thing to do, and I think I'm saving up. I'm going to be saving up money, too, once I move in. So starting November 1st, I have to move back in with my parents, dude. So I'm not homeless. I'm not excited. I mean, okay, let me just correct this. I love my parents to death. My parents have treated me better than anyone else on this planet, and that's a fact. You know, it, it was they were third, but then, you know, that one girl broke my heart after I thought I was in love. But anyways, dude, my parents have treated me amazing. And they're, you know, letting me live there is another great thing they're doing for me, dude. But I just don't want to move in because I'm 21, dude. You know, like I love being at home. You know, I like, 
you know, Wednesday, get home from work, maybe crack a brewski, dude, you know, I can't do that in front of my mother, I can't, you know, it, that would just be disrespectful, now, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I might try to sneak a little alk in there, and you know, maybe go out on the back porch when they're still awake and drink a little bit, see how they react, you know, just a little, you know, a little, uh, Oh, what's the word? Kind of see how far the line is that I can go. You know what I mean, dude? But yeah, man, so I got to move back in there. I was originally going to just find a random person in Lexington to live with, dude. Like, that was the plan. I was like, well, I'll just find a random person and be straight. But it didn't work out that way because I got smart. Because <laughs> my dad... See, I knew my mom would totally not care if I moved back in. But my dad, I wasn't... I mean, I knew he didn't care, but like... You know, I don't, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I just felt like he would kind of be a little annoyed by the situation for some reason. So he decided, he, you know, he was the one that talked me out of moving to Lexington. So that, you know, that meant a lot to me. I thought that was cool. He's definitely, I don't know. He, I don't know if he's mad at me. I left his gate open last night after he explicitly told me two times to shut it and I forgot it. So we'll see how that goes next time I see him. But, um. Yeah, man, so I'm moving back home. I guess I'll just have to record this there and then run over to my grandfather's who has internet and then upload it there, which would be cool. I love my granddad. Be a, and moving back home, I'll have more time to spend with him. So it's going to be good. I'm going to save up a lot of money. I'm even going to get my drip game up. I'm going to buy me a Paul George jersey. I'm going to buy me a Kyler Murray, Mur, Kyler Murray jersey. I'm going to buy me a, you know, an Acuna jersey from that dude that plays for the Braves because the Braves are my favorite baseball team with air quotes up and dude just their jerseys are sexy man they're super beautiful um yeah um oh i'm gonna fix my chain i need to get my chain fixing dude my chain's so hard it kind of looks like a bike chain but like it, it is definitely wet so i'm excited to have that fixed and i'm just kind of excited for you know to have money dude which i mean i'm not broke by no means but I'm definitely living on a budget. And when I move home, I won't have to. Now, I'm going to force myself to because I'm going to put, like, a bunch of money, uh, probably over 50% of my check into a savings. But with that being said, like, I I don't think it'll be hard for me because I'll have that kind of safety blanket to fall back on. I think I'm going to try to buy a house, too. And I'm going to try to buy me a house because my dad was telling me, you know, if I find me a, a young female, you know, that I fall in love with, and she doesn't want to live in South Ice or Harrisburg, which I totally understand, you know, I, I love Harrisburg, or the South Ice area, or in Mercer County, actually, really, anywhere in Central Kentucky, dude, I, I love, and, you know, she wants to move somewhere, you know, if I love her, I'm probably going to move with her, dude, and so if I have a house, I'll have something to sell, so when I move, you know, I have a little paper in my back pocket, instead of renting somewhere, and just throwing money down the drain, you know, like it's just kind of a waste to me renting, but I understand it. Uh, what's next to talk about? Girls, oh man, dude, I don't know. I've been, I don't know, girls. I talked about Tinder. I deleted it. I redeleted it because I'm, I'm not having it while I'm on, you know, while I can like physically go out and meet females. I told you all about that. I want to, I want to be able to talk to girls better in person, which I think I'm, getting better, I'm getting more confident, dude, and that's actually another one of the things I'm really scared about moving with my parents, is I've lost a lot of weight this, you know, I used to be a fat dude, dude, I'll I tell you, in January, I weighed in, bro, I was like 267, and I just looked at the thing, I just looked at the ground, I was like, Jesus Christ, now I'm sporting like a 
219 dude and so i'm i've got to keep i gotta keep going with that dude but my mama be cooking really good food dude and she's always got snacks and i'm gonna be like oh it's gonna be hard to turn down dude because i think i have a literal food addiction a literal food addiction and it's not something i like talking about often because it's like one of the things i think is embarrassing dude but like dude there's been um it used to be really bad i've definitely got it under control now like i think i'll be able to control myself and i've found like other foods that are healthy to eat you know so like i'm i'm not starving myself and i'm not like only eating one thing i'm eating multiple things mostly chicken like i eat but i like different types of chicken but i really love chicken in general dude so a lot more eggs um some fruit to my diet um i've I, I quit drinking milk. I quit using ranch dressing. That was, dude, that was the hardest things for it. So that's like kind of my biggest fear about moving in with my parents, dude. But also, dude, I just feel more confident everywhere I go. You know, like I used to not be, but now I do. And I feel more confident. I think that's helping a lot. And like, I, I just, I can tell in my own, you know, not the way I, you can't tell by the way I'm not, you know, not like some grease. I think that's from Greece. I don't know. Disco music blows. But I'm definitely more confident in how I approach others and how I talk, dude. And it's not even with females, dude. Like, you know, I'll talk a little more shit now. Sorry. Trash. I'll talk a little more trash now. Because I don't care, dude. Because what are you going to come up, come back with me at? You know, like used to, it'd be like, well, I hope you, you know, I hope you don't call me fat or I hope you don't say Because, you know, I used to have bad, bad, bad acne. But now I'm like, you know, what are you going to say, dude? Huh? Huh? Because, like, literally everything about me I'm starting to love, dude. Like, I'm, ooh, bro, ooh. You know, now obviously I'm not where I need to be or want to be. But, like, I'm getting there, dude. I'm starting to get hype. And I'm just enjoying life with that. And, like, yeah, man. I guess that's the end of that, dude. I mean, I, you guys know how this show goes. It's me rambling, dude. That's what it is. I ain't talked to you guys in like three weeks, so I had a lot to get off my chest. And we still got more, dude. Anything else going on? I've been talking to this one girl, dude. She's alright. She's cool. I mean, she's good. I like her. But she's just, I don't know. It's like, you guys remember like the first episode I told you about that um, devil woman? Just the trash of trash, dude. Like, God, I hate her. She just treated me like trash. And she was, like, a witch, but, like, if you replace the W with a B, that was her. Well, okay, this girl that I'm talking to now is not like that at all. Well, okay, 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 <laughs> I gotta I gotta fix what I'm saying here, dude. So, she, like, they kind of both were, like, kind of, like, distant. And she definitely acts distant. The only thing, like, I don't think she would be a bitch to the... Oh, sorry, Oh, I don't think she would be, like mean to me the way the other one was like she seems really sweet the other one kind of always had a you know a a witchy vibe to her this one doesn't have one at all you know but she's just kind of distant but I'm not also getting the sense of like she's trying to ghost me or she's not interested like I'm not I'm not getting that vibe I'm just getting uh like a very uh what's like to yourself or like afraid to open up it's not insecure 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 it's like afraid to open up to someone i don't know what the word for that would be but that's kind of the vibe she gives me off and that's cool dude that's just the only thing is like but i also kind of get those thoughts that like she's just like kind of like just 
I'm just a random, you know what I mean? Like she's not feeling me that way because she acts that way. But I'm not going to tell her that because like, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not desperate. You know, I'm not going to look like a, uh, you know, a wussy dude, you know, like a little soft, soft guy. That's not me, dude. That ain't me at all. Um, I mean, it is, I'm kind of a soft dude, but like, you know, I don't want to look desperate or needy. And I, I don't, cause I don't really feel that way. It's just mostly, it's not even like, I wouldn't even say my happiness is based on that. It's just mostly my curiosity and shit like that. Oh God, I said the S word. Dang it. I'm sorry. Uh, oh yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, the cursing's out the window for a second. Cause I got something to get off my chest. Guys, our heroes slash idols are trash. Let me tell you something right now. LeBron James is a goddamn clown. LeBron James is a goddamn clown, dude. That's all there is to it. That is all there is to it. This motherfucker, dude. I used, oh my god, dude. I defended LeBron James. And now, let me also, let me take another off-topic path here. This has nothing to do with his basketball career, in my opinion. You know? Like, when whenever something happens, like when XXXTentacion died, and a lot of people were saying he was a woman beater, okay? Yeah, maybe he was, dude. I don't know. Allegedly was. Probably, dude. The stories that were told were whack. But people were saying they were going to delete his music and stuff. Dude, he's already dead. Okay? He's already dead. There's people out there. The music X made, a lot of people's lives were saved from his music. And now this is not related to LeBron at all. But what I'm trying to say is, you got to separate the person from their art. So you got to separate Jose from XXXTentacion. And so what I'm saying here is, I'm separating LeBron's on-court ability of being the greatest basketball of all time from his off the court social social leadership that he's sprayed onto us did I su- I mean I didn't yeah I supported dude cuz I thought you know what he's he's got a platform and he's d- using it to do what he love you know do what he thinks right my whole life I thought he was doing what he thought was right like I said when it comes to politics I don't mind why you think the way you think because I know there's a reason why you do. As long as you've had... I don't even care if it's an anecdotal experience. I don't care if your mom told you to think that way. Let me know why and then don't tell me mine's stupid. But here's where I draw the line. Because LeBron James, everything he's done the past five years is out the window. Out the window. All the great things he's accomplished off the court. I don't give a fuck where you want to start from. The school he built last year... Literally, I think he literally did that for tax purposes and clout to be this, you know, social justice warrior leader. Because let me tell you something, dude. LeBron James might be a communist too. The NBA, oh my God, it disgusts me. It disgusts me, dude. And it also disgusts me how the media isn't attacking. Like, they're asking them questions about it. But when the NFL decided not to play, or you know, to decided they were done with the kneeling in the NFL. They were done with it. They thought it was bad for business. A wave 
a wave of people came in. Threw a fit, dude. Threw a fit. Talk about the NFL being racist, the shield, this and that, this and that, this and that. Okay. All right. Now, that last season before they did that, I think a total of like 11 NFL players were kneeling every week. 11. Let me just look up something for you right now. As I look it up, I just want you to think about this. The media lost their mind over 11 NFL players kneeling. And some reason, the NBA doesn't care about the population. 7,409,800 in Hong Kong. Now, if you don't know the situation of Hong Kong, Hong Kong's its own country, but they basically went under China's rules, you know, their government. They're trying to get out of that, and what happened, the GM, let me see, let me find out the Rockets guy's name. I think it's Dorsey, Rockets, GM. Daryl Morey, not Dorsey, Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey tweeted that he stood with Hong Kong in terms of getting democracy out of communism, dude. I don't even know if it's communism, but you know, he said he stands with the people of Hong Kong fighting for their right to have democracy. China loses its mind, okay? Because China is shoveling a shit ton of money into the NBA, and the NBA is making a shit ton of money off of China. And almost to the point, this guy almost lost his job, and he still might. And the NBA apparently decides not to comment on this. Uh, what? What? How come when, you know, every, oh, and so, I've always thought Steve Kerr was a bitch. I didn't expect him to comment anything, because he's just a little pansy-ass bitch. But, and Greg Povich didn't say, Greg Povich just likes talking shit about Trump, just because he's an old guy, and that, like, he's got that Robert De Niro thing. They like talking shit about Trump, because he's not traditional. That, that you know, that, that's what that is about. I knew Steve Kerwin, but I had faith, dude. I said, LeBron is going to China in two weeks. And LeBron's in deep with Nike, which is, you know, they got the four-year-old Chinese people making their shoe. And LeBron's in deep with the NBA. But, I, ooh, I just know, Le- I know LeBron will come out and say what's right. You know? Did he? He said, uh, I don't, you know, I don't think it's smart to comment on things we don't know about. Shut the fuck up! What, dude? What are you doing? Like, is this not important? Like, are are you just worried about what'll get you retweets on Twitter? Because I'm telling you, dude. I am telling you. What's going on there is a big deal. And you're going to tell me for two weeks this has been the biggest story in sports. And you're not informed enough to comment? I agree. I don't think your dumb ass is informed enough. But you should at least put a comment forward. And you guys remember when he faked the, um, the, um, what was it? The graffiti stuff on his $30 million LA mansion? Someone spray painted the N-word on it, allegedly. It ended up being, I'm pretty sure, pretty much everyone proved it was fake. So, you know, and he, he made a big deal out of it. LeBron's done everything for clout. LeBron is a fake-ass dude. Straight up, that's all he is. And I've lost all respect for LeBron James I ever had as a person. Now, on the basketball court, he's still the GOAT. 
He's still the greatest to ever pick up a basketball. But in terms of like using his platform, dude, he's done it all for attention and he's a pussy. And I, I'm literally like d- done, dude. He's a what the hell, dude? What the hell? And I got one more guy I always looked up to to talk shit about right now. And then we'll get into our NFL power rankings. So Robert Bryson Hall III, a.k.a. Logic, a.k.a. Bobby Boy, just put out the worst verse I've heard in my entire life. And I could start off, and I, I tweeted this, and I meant it. From 2011-2016, Logic was a top five rapper, without a doubt. Without a doubt, dude, under pressure, the incredible true story. Young Sinatra 1, Young Sinatra 2, undeniable. Young Sinatra 3, welcome to forever are almost pretty much flawless tapes, dude, throughout the whole way. They are flawless, my guy. Flawless. And then he drops everybody. And, you know, it was it had his biggest song on it. I don't want to be alive. I don't want to be alive. And the album was just, looked like a star for attention. And it was really disgusting to me, because that's all it looked like it was doing, just starving for attention. But I listened to it, dude. I rem- I memorized every song, dude. I was into it. Then he drops Bobby Tarantino too. Fire, boy. That stuff was so hot. Then he drops Young Sinatra 4. It was okay, but it was not good at all. Then he drops Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. And I'm like, who is this guy? It was the worst thing ever. Then, he has the, um... The Isis verse, which is probably the best verse of 2019. Honestly, it really is. And then since then, dude, he's just been shoveling shit. And I realized that the reason he's doing this is because his fans are basically just the most annoying fans ever. I've hated Logic fans forever. Like, I I literally sometimes wouldn't say I was a Logic fan because of his fan base. Not because of his music, because of his fan base. And now, dude, I'm done with him. I am not excited, looking forward to a Logic album. After this verse he put out this week was god-awful. And, you know, also, let's go back to 2017 when everybody dropped. In the 1-800-273-8255 song, it's... Who can relate? Woo! You guys know it, I sang it earlier. He has a line in that song that says... 1-800, one eight hundred. Then I killed a pussy. Who can relate? Uh, uh, what wh- was that like? Your effort to be funny and make fun of yourself? Because I don't think, you know, suicide jokes are necessarily funny, Bobby. And especially coming from you, who spent two years crying about your anxiety, and then you get divorced, start smoking weed, and you just put out shitty music. Well, let me tell you something, Bobby. Until you put an effort into your songs again, don't expect me to be looking forward or promoting you at all. At all. Everything you put out has been garbage. Since 2016, dude. Now, I'll give you props. From 2011-2016, you're a top-ass artist, without a doubt. Since then, nah, you're trash. Get out of my face. I'm done with you. Sorry for that rant, guys. I'm sorry. I got upset. It's just, these are two guys that I like... Honestly, if you told me a year ago, no, probably about a year and a half ago, that these guys, I would literally, like, not, like, I would spend a podcast dissing those two individuals, I'd said, you're crazy. But enough's enough, dude. I can't deal with bullshit. You know, LeBron, you know, you're a fake. You're, you're a fake. You're a clown. 
logic, you don't care anymore. You just like shoveling shit down people's throat because your dumbass fans will buy it. And I'm not buying it anymore because I'm not, I mean, I'm still, I'm not a fan of logic anymore. I'm a fan of logic, you know, for a six year span. After that, he can get the fuck out and done with him. All right, I'm sorry for my language, guys. I tried to clean it up. That just really got me upset. So now we're going to go to the NFL power rankings. And uh, we'll go through these fairly quick. Dolphins, man, felt bad for them. They could have won this week. They didn't. Ryan was playing. I don't know. I'm assuming either Josh got hurt or bench. I don't know. I don't keep up with them. I don't care. But, yeah, they lost on that two-point conversion attempt. Tough. Congrats on getting two in next year. 31, the Bengals lost again. Uh, they're just a lost team, and their coach isn't good at all. I think his name his name may be Zach Taylor. I'm not positive, so don't quote me on that. They're just not good. Cincinnati sucks. Uh, 30, I had the Redskins, dude. The Redskins probably are the most dull team in the NFL. I kind of gave them that edge. Wait, did the Bengals beat the Redskins this week? No, the Redskins beat the... That's right. I'm an idiot, guys. Don't pay attention to me. The Redskins beat the Dolphins. I knew a bunch of trash teams played each other this week. Um, Yeah, man. The Redskins are... I didn't get to watch a lot of football this week because I was in Georgetown. But, yeah, the Redskins still are just a dull team. 29, the Titans. The Titans are just falling apart. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with coaching. And do I think Marcus Mariota is trash? Uh, he he's playing trash right now, but I don't. I think he's just kind of like a quarterback. He, there's nothing special about Mariota. If he's got a good O line and a good offensive coordinator, I think he'll look elite. But he's not. He's just out there throwing balls. He's just he's your most. He's below average, obviously, but he's just an average quarterback. So he could do something special one day in the right situation, but just don't expect it in a Tennessee Titans uniform anytime soon. 28, I got the Jets. Man, I'm moving the Jets up. I'm, I took a big leap on them. I had them as the worst. Sam Darnold, Darnold changed that. They got a big win this week against a solid, a damn good Cowboys team that we thought was a good team. Shocked a lot of people. Hey, go Jets, man. I like Sam Darnold. And Robbie Anderson, I've told you all for a minute, Robbie Anderson could be elite if he got the quarterback, and he might have that quarterback now. You know, Sam Sam had that mono, dude. I told you, he'd been with them girls on that subway at 2 in the morning. It caught up to him, but he came back on the field. Man, he was just throwing kisses up in the air for Robbie to catch. And Robbie caught one and took it all the way. So congrats to them on getting that big win. 27, I have the Browns. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. I'll tell you right now, I'll be a Browns fan when Baker Mayfield's gone. That trash-ass guy. Dude, oh my God! He took he, what happened. He said Colin Coward's name in vain. That's what happened, and you can't do that. You can't do that. Colin knows what he's talking about. People like, you know, ragging or talking trash about Colin because he's Colin Coward, and he makes crazy takes. But a lot of times they're right if you just give them time. You can watch that Monday where where Colin was right, where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong, bruh. Uh, so yeah, the Browns, dude, I think, I think the Browns are a good team, they definitely need to work on their O-line, I think Freddie Kitchens needs to go, I think they could definitely use a better quarterback and coach, maybe a new quarterback coach too, if that's what they're looking for, 26, I got the Steelers, uh, look man, I know they won, 
but I just don't think they're still I don't think they're that good. I just think they played a really hurt Chargers team. And I do have the Chargers higher than the Steelers honestly, but I'm just saying that cuz I'm looking at I'm a lot of this I'm looking at the Chargers and I'm like these guys can fix it. I think cuz I really do think Anthony Lynn's a great coach. And I do think Philip Rivers is a great quarterback. Now he's definitely old and that might be part of the reason they're struggling. But I'm not going to take that out all out on Philip. Uh 25 the Giants. Uh you know, they've kind of slowed down, but Daniel Jones definitely looks like a great quarterback for that team. Um Saquon's coming back soon, so that's going to leapfrog them up a little bit and I think they'll be fun. They're going to catch an L this week though, bro, when they play Arizona. We'll get to them in a second. 24, I have the Falcons. They got a tough break this week. You know, Phil Dawson, arguably one of the greatest kickers of all time, missed a gimme. And as an Arizona fan, I love it. I love it, and it doesn't matter. But as an unbiased football fan, they were definitely the hotter team at that moment in the game. If they hit that extra point and they got the the coin toss to go their way in overtime... Yeah, which, I mean, the Cardinals still drove down the field, and they could have won the game, I guess, but assuming that game would have went into overtime, I don't think the Cardinals' defense was stopping Matt Ryan at that point. And you just got to feel for Matt Ryan, dude. He's literally the like the the best quarterback in a shitty situation. So, like, I'm serious. If you switched, if you put Matt Ryan on the Titans, the Titans are a playoff team. If you put, if you put um, Marcus Mariota on uh the Falcons not good 23 I got you your Arizona Cardinals the team of the week two wins in a row are you kidding me boy Cliff looking confident out there you know the announcers don't like Cliff because he's not you know your typical football coach you know he's doing some pretty plays and he's out there looking pretty too Cliff hey man listen Cliff is the most, probably the most attractive man in the NFL, honestly. And, I, you know, I like that a lot because I told you all, confidence comes with good looks. Like I said earlier, dude, I'm not, I don't want to hook up with some random female and I got my homies. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of my friends are ugly. I wouldn't hang around ugly friends, so I wouldn't want an ugly football coach either. And this, 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 uh, this conversation is completely not homosexual. It's just a judgment of my surroundings. And I like I like Cliff. Kyler's out there playing great for a rookie dude. I'm so excited. I remember not being happy when we drafted him, but I'm so happy we did now. Ooh. Yeah. Y'all can't do it. You can't, dude. You can't because you ain't got Cliff Kingsbury. 22, the Chargers. I already kind of touched on them, dude. I'm, I think... I still think they're a good team. They just got to get it together, man. Jaguars, they just lost Jalen Ramsey. Um, some breaking news. Um, But, yeah, they got a bunch of draft picks for it. I'm happy for them. Um, What's their quarterback's name, dude? I can't think of it for shoot. Jaguars QB. Is it Minskov? What is it? Yeah, Gardner Minshew. There we go. Don't you feel bad for Josh Dobbs in that situation, though? Ugh. Yeah, Minshew, he's looking pretty decent. He's still a rookie. Not a lot of film on him. But I'm excited to see his future. And I think they'll be better as time goes on. Definitely not this year. But as time goes on, they'll get better. Uh, the Raiders at 20, 
Raiders kind of one of them teams just kind of sneaking under the radar. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're decent, but they're not great. They're the 20th best team in the NFL. 19, the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, I think, could go higher. I think the I mean, they threw for 400 yards. Jameis just turned the ball over seven times. You can't do that, Jameis. You cannot do that. You cannot, bro. But Bruce is definitely getting to Jameis. Like he's, Jameis is playing better. Like, I know he had seven turns, but he's playing better, dude. Like, Jameis was bad. I think as the year goes on, if they can stay in playoff contention, no, do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but they're not a team I want to play in the divisional round. I, that's a promise. I do not. If they get their stuff together and Jameis becomes consistent and, like, making smarter decisions, that's not a team I want to play, you know, come divisional round because that's going to be a team that's going to put some points up on you. Broncos at 18, another AFC West team. I feel like I feel like it's like a sandwich, okay? So the Chargers are so bad that it's kind of making the other two teams kind of irrelevant because we're not noticing it. And the Chiefs aren't playing great at all, and they're getting a lot of attention. And the other two, like the Broncos here, they got a good record. Probably one of the best 2-4 and four teams in the NFL. Let me make sure they are 2-4 and four before I make that statement. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they are one, two. Yeah, two and four. They've won two in a row. Go Broncos, dude. I like their chances to come close to a playoff spot. They're not going to get it, but they'll come close. And I, I like them for the next two or three years because Joe will still be a good quarterback for the next two or three. No, he's not elite, but he'll be there in the next two or three. Eagles at 17. Ugh. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm kind of bored with them. Cowboys at 16. How about them boys? Lost three in a row. <laughs> Dak wants 40 mil. <laughs> Get out of here, Dak, dude. You do realize you were drafted in the fourth round, right? Like, you're nothing special. And people were like, well, Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth. Yeah, he's in a great scheme. And he's not making more. He's making like what, 16 mil a year? And Dak Prescott's wanting 40. Tom Brady's the greatest player. He's not the greatest athlete. He's not the greatest, like, you know, he definitely did not have the greatest arm, but he's the greatest NFL player of all time based on his achievements. Dak ain't achieved shit. And he wants 40 mil because he won. I guess he won rookie of the year, didn't he? Yeah, he won rookie of the year with the best O line in NFL history. Yeah. Bears at 15, another team that I feel like kind of kind of like the Jags were last year. I didn't think the Jags would be good last year, and they weren't, and they fell. They kind of had that fluke year. I thought that's how the Bears were last year. They'll get their stuff together eventually, I suppose. They're just they're in a really tough division. I'll give them. Like, seriously, the Bears aren't a bad team, but they're the worst team in their division, I think. That's easily the toughest division in football. 14, the Rams, they're not looking too hot. They're only at 500. I'm having them there just based on, but they just got a, who did they get? Oh, they just got Jalen Ramsey, dude. They got Jalen Ramsey. He's going to help the defense out a lot. Um, So they could definitely turn around. Todd Gurley's got to get to feeling better. Um, Sean McVay's got to stop throwing the ball 60 times a game and run it. And they just kind of got to stop shooting themselves in the foot. 13, I got the Bills, dude. Kind of sneaky, freaky, dude. They're up there. They got a good record. 
I like the Bills. I think Josh Allen still needs to kind of tone it down a little bit. Just tone it down, dude. I love how you're having fun, but just tone it down. 12, I got the Lions because they got screwed out of a win last night, and they'd been 3-1 instead of 2-2. Two two. Um, yeah, hold up. Do we have a breaking story? Hang on. What do we have here? Wow, Ryan Tannehill starting for the Chargers this week. Or for the Chargers against the Chargers. Uh-huh. So Marcus is benched. I told you. That's insane. That's insane. Breaking news, right? Breaking news, man. If your girl had courtside tickets to any NBA season opening game. But yeah, the Lions should have won last night. They're another team people aren't giving as much credit as they deserve. And they're playing great football. 11, the Ravens, um, I'm still not, I'm think I, I remember I was, I crowned Lamar early, but like, you know, I, I still think he's better than Dak and I still think he's going to lead that team to the playoffs. I wish he would, he just needs to be more accurate. Dude, he's so young too. He's so young. Give him time, man. Give, give Lamar time. I think we need to start giving Lamar more time and not expect any, all these guys more time. You know, they're not all going to be Kyler Murray and come out and ball out their first six games and, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, just give them more time. Baker, I'm done with, dude. Baker, does Baker get no more? Does Baker get more time? No. Fuck Baker. Ten, I got the coach. Jacoby. Oh. Who needs Andrew Luck, huh? That soft-heeled guy. Andrew Luck's trash. They don't need him. They're playing great. Um, they're probably in a. They're not. They're not winning their division, but they're definitely. They could easily snag a wild card because they're the second best team. Um, nine is the Panthers. Hey, get out of here, Cam. Get out of here. You're done. This Kyle Allen kid's legit. He is the real deal. They he hasn't lost yet. They're four and two now. Cam's not good. He had a fluke season. He didn't even deserve MVP that year. Carson Palmer should have got it, if we're being honest. Cam's athletic, but Cam can't throw the ball, dude. He can't. I like Cam, and I think he'd be a good safety in the league. I'm just kidding. Cam's definitely better than a lot of quarterbacks, but he does not need to be starting in the at the Panthers. Eight, the Vikings. This is a team that I think everyone thought was trash, but now somehow they're 4-2, and two, dude. They're 4-2, and two, and they've destroyed the last two games. Going crazy. They're starting to look pretty legit. They got that, that little three-headed snake they got there. You know, uh, Dalvin Thielen, and uh, honestly, I was just kind of trying to make it sound like that young thug verse. I know it's Dalvin Thielen and Diggs, but, you know, that... You know, you know what I'm trying to say. So move them up to eight. They're playing good, dude. And Kirk, hey, Kirk heard the noise, and Kirk responded by going off these last two games. Put some respect on Kirk's name. Seven, the Packers. A lot of people have them higher. I don't like Aaron Rodgers, and they shouldn't have won last night. End of discussion. One of the most overrated players of all time. Lucky receivers makes dumb passes, and they get in the tight windows. That's not. It's not a good quarterback. That's a dumbass. Six, the Chiefs, uh, they've really, I guess Patrick is hurt or the defense have figured out how to stop him. 
one or the other. But they're definitely not the team they used to be. And dude, it's been two weeks. Maybe I'm overreacting. And he's played decent, just not winning football. You know? It's been three weeks, really, that he hasn't played like himself. Five, I got the Saints. Hey. Terry Bridgewater. You're hey, Best game manager right now. I'm going to give you credit. I'm not taking anything from you. And hey, Brandon is going to hate the statement, but he's a dumbass. Sean Payton's proven why he's coach of the year again this year. Sean Payton's a genius, dude. Give that man a give that man some respect. Sean Payton has turned this defense into probably the best defense in the NFL right now. They're winning games not even scoring 13 points. And there's people who want to disrespect him, dude. That's a trash opinion. Just shout out to Sean and shout out to Teddy for taking advantage of this opportunity. Teddy's going to... Yeah, it's Teddy. I said Terry. I always get that. Teddy's going to have a starting job next year for some team. You know? And I think he's better than Nick Foles. So sign him. Send him to Jacksonville if Minshew don't work out. Four, I got the Texans. Dude. Y'all remember on NFL from the Bluegrass when I was all about Deshaun Watson? Well, I'm back, baby. Most talented quarterback in the NFL. He's so smart. He's so smart, dude. He can do what he wants, when he wants with the football. And I heard someone say he's not the best at anything, but he's right near the top at everything, dude. He's such a good player. Shout out to Sean. Give that man the MVP right now. Give him the MVP. I don't care about Patrick. McCaffrey probably... It's going to be really hard for a running back to win it without a crazy, spectacular season. You know, and I'd love to see McCaffrey do something good with it, but I just think Deshaun's the leader right now. Three of the Seahawks, don't forget Russell Wilson's name. Uh-huh. They had a good comeback win. I know it was against the Browns, which isn't impressive, but it was a good gritty win for them on the road. Shout out to them. Their defense really stepped up when they needed to after getting burnt early. And I don't even really know if that's him stepping up or just Baker Mayfield kind of came back to where he actually is, which is a 5'10 white guy who's not very accurate. And so, shout out to the Seahawks for that. Number two, dude, what is wrong with me? The San Francisco 49ers? Huh, boy? Hey. Shout out Kyle Shanahan, dude. Turn that program around. Jimmy G's healthy. Jimmy G's making that contract look pretty dang good right now, dude. You know, I got to give it to... Brandon was big on Jimmy G. I wasn't sure about him. Jimmy G's the man. And number one, the New England Patriots. Um, just Belichick's the GOAT, dude. And that defense, okay. Yeah, let me take back my statement. The Saints don't have the best defense. It's definitely the Patriots. But the Saints defense has definitely stepped it up. So shout out to them and shout out to the Patriots for probably winning another Super Bowl this year. It just it just depends if Arizona makes it to meet them in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Now we'll get to predictions later. We're coming up to week eight. And after week eight, I'll, I'll do my... Um, like, in, like, you know, predictions for awards and all that. But, yeah, so, like, Daniel's kind of slowed up. Minshew's kind of slowed up. And Kyler's really starting to take off. So, I really hope Kyler can get that rookie of the year. And I believe that'll be the end of this show. Wow. I think after I edit, it may not be an hour. But it's close to an hour. at 59.30 right now. Guys, sorry for missing last little bit. I'm going to be back next week. You know, I've kind of figured out what I'm doing now with this thing. I'm excited. And I hope you guys, too, thank you for tuning in. And uh, as always, stay happy, love others, 
Peace.